This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely. Positively. FedEx. Airbnb. I just got invited to the first wedding of the summer. Yeah. Happens to be a gay wedding. Nice. Very excited to attend. And the first thing that you did, Jack? Book a hotel for the wedding. Okay. Second thing that you did? List my place as available that weekend on Airbnb. Millions of people host on Airbnb, but millions more have never even thought about hosting. Here's the thing. We've said it's great to make money while you sleep. Actually, Warren Buffett said that. Well, when you're an Airbnb host, you make money while you sleep and... While someone else sleeps. That's why anytime I'm traveling, I immediately jump into Airbnb and set my house as available. It's that easy. So Yetis, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by Audible, the home of storytelling. Protect her. That's from the opening chapter of The Last Thing He Told Me. Or is it protect her. It's Protector. Yeah, it's like that. It's a thrilling mystery my wife and I listened to on Audible. It actually got adapted into a TV show, but it was way more riveting as an audiobook, wasn't it, man? It's about a tech executive who disappears when his company gets indicted on accounting fraud. But he disappeared to protect her. And honestly, we shouldn't say anymore. Let's stop we that. We listen to the whole audiobook on Audible while driving in the car on road trips. And you should too. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. That's audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. This is Nick. This is Jack. It's Friday, the real Friday, October 6th. And today's podcast it is just the best one yet. We actually have a Kramer family reunion this weekend in Stowe. I guess it's all the family. What's going on? Three out of the four Kramer brothers will be there. What's that to recount the brothers over there? But there's going to be as many dogs and as many babies as Kramer brothers. Sounds less like a family reunion, more like a dog park, Jack. <laughs> my Auntie Anne's going to be there. My wife's going to be there. My sister's I think we got the picture. I think we got the picture. <laughs> First story, what have we got for the extended family show? One of the fastest growing consumer products right now is the 40-ounce Stanley Tumbler. That is that huge Stanley water mug is thriving because the 100-year-old company made one tiny change. For our second story, it's time to introduce the Ozempic effect. The Ozempic weight loss drug has gotten so big, it is literally affecting airplanes. And our third and final story, you can now buy stock in the soundtrack to the movie Shrek. Shrek, the movie, you can now buy stock in it. The only word Jack and I got to say about this, hallelujah. And we're accidentally in love. You know, you know. Hey now, you're a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> But yet is before we hit that fantastic mix of stories. Just the perfect mix of stories. Love the mix of stories today, Jack. As we all know, when you gotta go, uh-huh, you gotta go. But Yeti, sometimes when you gotta go, there is no place that you can go. And that's the problem that some Silicon Valley startup is pitching a solution for right now. Yeah, 
it's called rest space and they're probably worth a billion dollars for all we know. This startup lets you rent a restroom on demand wherever you are. It's the Airbnb of P. It's called rest space and it's exactly what we just said. You can rent a rando toilet on demand ASAP any time of day. I guess it makes sense. Sometimes you want the privacy of your bathroom to go. But sometimes you also want the novelty of someone else's bathroom. Here's how it works, Yetis. You open up the app when you gotta go, but there's nowhere to go. Boom, a map is gonna show you that there's a bathroom two blocks away. The bathroom is in somebody's apartment, and you can pay 15 bucks for 15 minutes of that rest space. Ah, Yetis pricing starts at 15 (laughs) bucks for a toilet and a sink. There you go. 50 bucks if you wanna upgrade to the bidet. Oh, Jack, can we talk about the worst case scenario here? Surge pricing. Besties, don't open this app after the barbecue chili food fest. You're better off holding it in. We see it. It makes sense because from a strategic perspective, your bathroom is unoccupied 95% of the time. So you may as well turn your powder room into a profit puppy. On the other hand, this also brings up a lot of tactical questions for this company. For instance, can the user filter rest spaces by number of toilet paper plies? Or can the host charge a soap fee on top of the fee fee? Does this include insurance? Insurance for what? Well, Yetis, going to the bathroom (laughs) isn't just about going to the bathroom. No, a new mom may need a place to nurse that baby. A job candidate may need a place to freshen up. Just got broken up with? Maybe you just need a good sink to cry in. Because the bathroom's really not a bathroom, is it? No, when you think about it, the bathroom, it's a sanctuary. And that lavatory is lucrative. I can't spare a square. Jack, let's hit our three stories. 15 years before this song, two boys from the Northeast met in the dorm. They had an idea that caused a cultural storm. It's the best one yet, but the best is the norm. Jack, Nick, that's it. I don't even think they need to practice. 50%, that's a fat tip. T-Boy City on your at list. If you know, you know, cause we ready to go. We can't wait no more, so just start the show. For our first story, the Stanley Quencher. It has become the it container for drinking water. Sales have quadrupled. Stanley's huge 40-ounce tumblers are booming, and it's all thanks to one tiny minivation. Yetis, before we jump into this story, Jack and I got to talk about um, the reality, right, Jack? Every three years? Every three years, we trend through a different water bottle cycle. Jack, I got two huge bottles right here. It's like a new bottle will save our life with hydration. Every few years, there's a new thing that will change your world with water. Uh, Don't believe us? We whipped out the whiteboard on this one. First, it was the Nalgene. Then it was the Clean Canteen. Then it was Swell. Expensive ways to contain your water. (laughs) Here's the thing, Bessies. You didn't just buy one, you bought each of them. Everyone has a drawer with six generations of water bottles. Nothing screams 2016 like a $60 matte finish soft pink swell on a yoga mat, Jack. (laughs) Is this thing dolphin safe? Well, here's the news, Yetis. The new It water bottle is the Stanley 40-ounce tumbler. And this thing is squashing water bottle sales records right now. Sales are up 275% compared to last year. We're talking a 4X growth. This isn't a water bottle if you've seen one of them. This is a behemoth. It's not a cup. It's colossal. (laughs) You want to drink that 12 ounces, you're going to have to lift with your legs, not your back. We got three of these in our household. 
They're 40 ounces. They're huge. They look like a piece of military equipment. You keep them in the garage? How are you even fitting these things in there? No, we had to like move the shelves up in the cabinet to make space. They're that tall. Yet is this thing, it's got a built-in straw and it comes with built-in confidence. It's also got a burly handle and fits in every cup holder. It's a, it's a useful product. Interestingly, it is the vessel of choice right now for both Gen Z and millennials and baby boomers. Baby boomers are buying this thing? You could bring this thing to Pilates or you could bring it to a coal mine. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to know, how did Stanley become the it bottle of the moment? How did Stanley become the trending bottle out of all the water bottles? How in just the last years has Stanley's 40-ounce bottle appeared in Barbie movie, Ted Lasso, and Yellowstone? It's conquered every generation. What was the strategy here? A 100-year-old company made one tiny change. That was it. Yetis, let's go back to 1913. That's when William Stanley graduated from Yale University, but he didn't want to focus on academics. This Ivy Leaguer had a passion for steel welding. Steel welding. So he invented a steel vacuum container to keep hot things hot and cold things cold. And for 107 years, that Stanley container only came in four working man colors. It was like the Model T car. It came in black, white, green, or steel. That's it. It's made by the American man for the American man. Because that's who I am and that's who I care about. <laughs> but besties, <laughs> let's fast forward to 2020. What happened then, Jack? Stanley added two new colors. They added cream and desert sage. The following year, Stanley added four more trendy colors. They added orchid, rose quartz, lavender, and tiger lily. The working men hated those colors. The rest of the world loved them. Jack and I jumped in T-boy style. Stanley now makes over two dozen unique colors of their old cups. This 110-year-old company now has more colors in their product collection than a Skittles rainbow. Because Yetis, you want to know the truth? The reusable water bottle is a fashion accessory. You're carrying it around with you every day. So what it looks like matters just as much as how it contains the liquid. A coal miner would disagree, but he's probably not taking Pilates, Jack. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Stanley? Minovations are still innovations. Look, Yetis, you've got to respect the minovation, the mini innovation. Honestly, they deserve a lot more love than they get. A minovation is not a major advancement. It's a marginal improvement. Exactly. After 100 years, Stanley didn't invent some new, complicated, water-oxidizing Bluetooth technology. No, they just added a few more colors. Some of them were trendy colors. They were Instagram-friendly colors. They didn't have an R&D team, no engineering. They probably didn't even have to change the machines that they were already using. It was just a color change. But that simple innovation quadrupled sales and turned it into the number one selling water bottle. So, Yetis, while innovations may be many, they're still innovations. For our second story, Ozempic, the weight loss drug, is causing what we're calling the Ozempic effect. It isn't just affecting waistlines. Ozempic is affecting the entire economy. Yetis, the newest fad in dieting probably is not a fad at all. It's Ozempic and Wegovy, both owned by Novo Nordisk. They chemically reduce your appetite to help you lose weight. Basically, these medications are anti-munchies. You are not snacking on these things. The first time we covered this drug, we referred to it as a Hollywood party favor. Yeah, celebrities were getting more Ozempic than Botox last year. This miracle weight loss cure... It costs $1,000 a month. Hey, you're going to pay your rent or are you going to pay for a diet shot? That's what you already knew about Ozempic. What you didn't know is the scale to which it's already being used. Get 
this Yetis. In just the fourth quarter of last year, doctors prescribed these weight loss drugs to 9 million Americans. Before you even heard about Ozempic, in the fourth quarter of last year, 9 million Americans were using it. Jack, can we sprinkle on a little more numerical context, please? That's 3% of Americans, and it was almost a year ago. Imagine how many people are using it today. I'm sitting down, I'm standing up, I'm not even thinking, I can't even imagine it, Jack. And if this gets covered by insurance, the whole country could drop 15 pounds. And for that reason, the stock of Novo Nordisk is up 70% in the last year. Novo Nordisk, the company behind Wegovy and Ozempic, is now the number one most valuable company in all of Europe. The biggest publicly traded company in Europe is a company that makes you not want to eat pizza, pasta, and French food. Did you just intentionally name European foods? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicely done. This is the worst thing to happen to the Mediterranean diet since the Romans. Okay, Jack, we mentioned the Romans in the pod. Got it. We can move on. But yet, here's what Jack and I found fascinating about this story. The impact this drug is having beyond the weight loss industry. Everything we just said isn't even the wildest part about Ozempic. Just yesterday, a Walmart executive said that people are buying less food at Walmart probably because of Ozempic. America's biggest grocer just said that fewer items are getting bought because fewer calories are getting consumed, probably because of Ozempic. Walmart has extra Oreos on the shelves, probably because of Ozempic. Aisle six, extra Oreos. This drug is also having a shocking impact on airplanes. The investment bank Jefferies estimated the amount of money that would be saved if passengers lost weight. If the average passenger loses 10 pounds, United Airlines would save $80 million a year because it would need less fuel. We repeat, Yetis, United Airlines could save 80 million bucks a year if we lost weight using Ozempic. And don't even get me started about the snack industry. Yetis, the snack industry just popped their potato chip bag on that news. This is a code red alert for Pringles and Cheez-Its, who just launched emergency studies to figure out the impact Ozempic could have on their snack sales. Yetis, Ozempic is changing the fundamental ways that people spend money in this country. Bad for some, Good for others. And not good for your cookie crisp, Jack. <laughs> I cookie crisp is scared of those epics. I still want the cookie crisp. I still want it, Jack. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Ozempic? Disruption affects an industry. Revolution affects an economy. Yet he's us out on this one. Disruption, it affects an industry. Like Uber, disrupting taxis and transportation. But a revolution, that affects the entire economy including completely unrelated industries. For example, the iPhone, it disrupted the phone industry, but its impact went way beyond the phone industry. The iPhone's app store revolutionized the whole economy, from fashion to fitness. Well, the way we see it, Ozempic is having a similar broad-reaching impact as the iPhone did on a whole bunch of industries. It's not just impacting weight loss, it's affecting airlines and Walmart and Kellogg and Cookie Crisp. Because Yetis, Ozempic isn't just a product that just disrupted its own industry. Like the iPhone, it's the rare new product that can revolutionize the entire economy. Canva. Six years ago, Nick and I were designing the pitch deck for our media company. Yeah, we didn't want it to look like some amateur college PowerPoint. We wanted to impress investors. So we made our first pitch deck on Canva. Canva is the easy-to-use online design platform for presentations, social media posts, physical flyers, anything you can design. Canva turns you into a digital da Vinci, delighting your audience with design. They got these color palettes that you can use. It makes your work look beautiful. We used presentation templates that were available for free and then customized them for our company. And guess what? That summer, we sold that company, Market Snacks, thanks to the deck we built with Canva. Oh, and funny thing, we still use Canva today for all our design projects. So, Yetis. Start designing today at canva.com.
Canva designed for work. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It is how good is the feeling of finally getting something off your chest? You've been wanting to say it. You've been waiting to say it. But you bottled it up. In Waspy, Vermont, where I grew up, we didn't talk much about our problems. We were encouraged to keep them to yourself. Yetis bottling up your feelings is just horrible for you because eventually it blows up with an outburst and then while it's stewing, it makes your whole stomach feel terrible. We encourage you to get it off your chest. And the perfect place to do that is therapy. You will not believe how good it feels to say something that has been left unsaid and you can practice with a therapist and then end up telling your loved ones the best way possible later on. You don't have to tell them, but you could. It's 100% up to you. Oh, and by the way, what you tell your therapist remains completely confidential. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash T-Boy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-Boy. For our third and final story before the weekend, Shrek is no longer just an ogre. Shrek is now a stock that you can invest in. Nick, ogres, they're like onions. They have layers. And so is investing. (laughs) (laughs) So well put. Yeti's Public, the online investing startup, launched a new product that's not your typical equity product. You can buy stock in the Shrek movie soundtrack. Yeah, that Shrek, like Shrek, which hit screens in 2001. An ogre saves a princess with the help of Donkey. The music is eternal from this movie. Is it? I, 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 I feel like they could have picked a different soundtrack with better music. Smash Mouth, Jack? That was the biggest <laughs> thing that happened to Smash Mouth since, like, the wraparound sunglasses. Well, the music rights to Shrek are a financial asset. You can't play the movie without playing the music. So the owners of that asset make money every time the movie is played because the music is played. And every time you stream the Shrek soundtrack on Spotify, that makes money too. Well, perfect timing because the composer of Shrek's original score is selling his stake. So Public is divvying out his stake to its users for 10 bucks a share. The way Jack and I see it, it's financial memorabilia. Shrek, the movie, is 22 years old, but it's still getting streamed. So it's still making royalty dollars. And the royalties could make owners as rich as Lord Farquaad. Not the gumdrop button! <laughs> oh, you do know the Muffin Man, Jack. <laughs> now, Yetis, Jack and I should sprinkle on some important contextual context here. This isn't the first time that Wall Street lets you own a piece of the music that you listen to. Back in January, Jack and I covered a story on a company called Hypnosis. Hypnosis is a publicly traded company that had just bought the music of Justin Bieber. So if you own stock of Hypnosis, ipso facto, you own pieces of tens of thousands of other songs. Yeah, it's not just Justin Bieber's music in that collection. Dua Lipa, Ed Sheeran, Blondie, Journey, all their music is included in Hypnosis's stock. Don't stop believing, Jack. Keep going. There's more in there too. <laughs> so when it comes to the Shrek news, it's not new that you can own a piece of music and take a piece of the royalties they generate. But the Shrek news is unique in that you can do it for just one musical collection. The Shrek soundtrack. Just the Shrek soundtrack. Ticker symbol Ogre. Should be at least. So Jack, what's the <laughs> takeaway for our buddies over at Shrek? Yeti's emotional investing pays emotional dividends. Now look, Yetis, a financial advisor would probably tell you to not buy stock in this Shrek music. Why? Because it's not diversified. 
This stock's success depends on one movie and one movie only, Shrek. It could be risky. So if you must invest in music, a financial advisor would probably tell you to buy stock of a diversified song collection. Because the data shows diversified investments perform better long-term than single stocks do. But here's the thing, besties. We're not always driven by cold, hard data, are we, Jack? No, we're not. If we were, I wouldn't have bought the Podsun Max one share of Nike stock like I did in LA for his 529. Jack bought my son Max a share of Nike. It wasn't necessarily a financial investment. Or my dad has bought shares of Tootsie Roll for years now. You know, I bought Wilder shares of Disney. So when we watched Disney Plus, we had that special understanding. It wasn't about the financial return. We call these kinds of investments financial memorabilia. And we'll pay a premium for those for the feelings they give you. Yet he's buying stock in Shrek music would be an emotional investment with an emotional return too. It probably won't pay the financial dividends of a diversified music fund. But it will pay emotional dividends. And you know what? There is value in that too. Jack, can you whip up the takeaways for us for the real Friday? The Stanley Tumbler has become the trendy water bottle of the moment. Because a 100-year-old steel company added a minivation. New colors, that was it. For our second story, it's the Ozempic effect. This weight loss drug has shaken up the way people spend money. Disruption impacts industries. Revolutions impact economies. And our third and final story, the rights to Shrek's music are now investable on public. It's an emotional investment that pays emotional dividends. And there's nothing wrong with that. Hey now, you're an all-star. <laughs> <laughs> But Yetis, this pod's not over yet. Here's what else you need to know today. First, the monthly jobs report for September comes out today. We'll learn the new unemployment rate. Last month, it was 3.8%. And second, apparently back in 2018, Apple considered buying Microsoft's Bing search engine. Interesting. It's according to testimony in Google's epic antitrust trial. And finally, all 85 scholarship players on the University of Utah football team are getting, get this, get this, a Dodge Ram pickup truck. Did Oprah take over the athletic department? And tight end gets a truck and quarterback gets a truck and kicker. They're getting these trucks for free. And it's all thanks to the Supreme Court ruling that lets college athletes benefit financially off their name, image, and likeness. Now time for the best fact yet. This one sent in by Jack Leonard from lovely Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Nick, of the top 10 highest grossing actors of all time. Yes. Eight of them have starred in Marvel movies. That's right. Yeah, these eight of the 10 highest paid actors of all time were playing superheroes in superhero movies. Sounds like a trivia question, Nick. Yeah, it does. It does. So here's the question. Who are the two highest paid actors who've never been Marvel superheroes? Okay, Yetis, we'll give you a beat and we'll give you a hint. The hint is they share the same first name. And that first name isn't Hulk. The answer to the two <laughs> highest paid actors who've never been superheroes, Tom Cruise. And Tom Hanks. And AI Tom Hanks. <laughs> it's the Tom Hanks threshold. Tom Hanks is like always with us. Tom Hanks and Tom Cruise. Great Yeti. Great Yeti. Yetis, you look fantastic before the weekend. Jack, you know it's actually Fleet Week here, so it's extremely loud right now. Oh, yeah. Very loud Air Force aircraft, right? The Blue Angels going overhead. This is nuts. It'd man. be even louder if they took Ozempic. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's so loud I need to hide in a Stanley water mug, Jack. I actually think they're dropping Stanley water bottles down to the ground. Well, you know, you've got three of them on your whole property, Jack. <laughs> they're worth it. 
It's hydration. Ever heard of it? <laughs> Jack, that's not a cup. That's a flex. That is. Nick and I have to wrap up the show now. <laughs> have a fantastic weekend. Celebrate the wins. Play our Pop Biz Pop Quiz. And Jack and I will see you Monday. Before we go, a congratulations, good luck, and carbo loading to Andrew Murray, who's running the Chicago Marathon on a diet of donuts. And good luck to Fred Fulmrun, who's also running the Chicago Marathon. And funny thing, Steve Repepe, a Yeti from Cleveland, is also running the Chicago Marathon. Guys, you got this. 26.2, round up to 27. And Justin and Monique have a six-year anniversary. They're celebrating tonight in Plantation, Florida. Congratulations and good luck to Chris Costello and Chris Tarbell, who just left their jobs to start a new search fund together. And Emily Zhao and Jackie Chow just got engaged in Japan. Guys, that is a Japan. And congratulations to Alyssa and Andy. They've been listening to this show since the COVID lockdowns, and now they're getting hitched in beautiful San Francisco City Hall. Just like you guys, Jack. They're doing it the same place as you. We got our civic uh, situation there, yeah. We got the papers. Beautiful. And Anais Ross and Nico Bergman, who met at Warden's Welcome Weekend, are now, a few years later, getting married in Hong Kong. T-boys and besties for life. And a happy birthday to legendary Yeti, Barbara Zweig of New York City, the queen of 61st Street. And happy 30th birthday to Nick Pulgini, who's celebrating at a Chick-fil-A in Chicago. To win logistics. And Kareem Price is celebrating a birthday over in Cartagena, Colombia. Lovely. Happy birthday to Kathy Ha, celebrating in Frankfurt, Germany. And Rebecca Dover is celebrating her 50th in Italy. Not too shabby. Happy birthday to Pierre Anderson, celebrating in the south of France. And Rosie the Posey Horowitz is turning 10 down in Silver Spring, Maryland. Happy birthday to Paul the Cowboy Drew, who's celebrating in Flower Mound, Texas. And Kim Bex Murray is turning 32 down in Florida. Celebrate that win. Happy birthday to Chris Randall in Arlington, Texas. And Joe Driano could not be more excited about turning 30 in Bellingham, Washington. And happy belated 40th birthday to the Bodine Brock brothers, Isaac and Zach, who are celebrating big time. I don't know where, but somewhere (laughs) incredible. Somewhere amazing. This is Jack. I own stock of Disney. Nick and I both own stock of Spotify and Apple. And Nick's son, Max, owns one share of Nike in his college savings. Maxi has Nike. Poor quad. I forgot his name. That was great. <laughs> Not the gumdrop buttons. buttons. <laughs> say it like that. Say it I'm like that. Say, trust say, me, I was planning say to. Say it like that. Okay. <laughs> go, to, go to whatever zone that was. <laughs> If you like the best one yet, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And before you go, tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. We want to get to know you. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand, Drunk Elephant, was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. 
I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business.